And there we go. Just like that, we're started. Hello, world. How are you? Welcome to We Live on a Planet. I am your host, Patrick. Thank you so much for joining me on this Monday, February 22nd, 2021. This is episode 463 in the works, give or take. My math could be off. I know I've said that before, but perfectly imperfect podcast. One take, one and done. No edits. No redos. We're just here to have a good time. Talk, learn, share thoughts and ideas. Currently, it's 28 degrees Fahrenheit here in the city of Oswego. Feels like 18. Highs are going to be about 36 degrees Fahrenheit. Snow is in the forecast. Winds are out of the south, southeast, 14 miles per hour, right in central New York, in the beautiful city of Oswego, New York. Stick around. We'll be right back. We'll dive into, you know, what we normally do. We'll be right back. And we're back with a saber swing, saber opening, I guess. I I don't know why. (laughs) But I do know I have a quote to share with you. Wolfgang Riebe said this. No one is perfect. That's why pencils have erasers. Mm. I use a fountain pen still. I love using a fountain pen. But I like that. No one is perfect. That's why pencils have erasers. And no, it's, you know, everybody wants to try to be perfect and have the perfect little world, life, perfect little picket fence and everything like that. But it's not perfect. That's why this podcast, the way I do it, when I say perfectly imperfect, I'm going to screw up. I'm going to have mistakes. I'm a human. That's how we learn is from the mistakes. Uh, I'm telling you what, I am so sick and tired of being sick. And I'm sure you're sick of hearing me say it, but I had a bout with my CVS again the other day. This has been well over a year that I've been dealing with this. I've got to take my friend Radio Mylar's advice. He told me about a book that I need to get. And um, it was, what is the name of that book? Um, how I healed my CVS through diet and exercise. I'm now living better with chronic illness by Tammy Marshall. Thank you, Radio Mylar. I got a, I saw it on Amazon already. I went and looked. I just didn't pull the trigger on it, and it was wasn't even much money. Um, but I something's got to give. I wake up, I'll feel fine, and then it hits me, and it hits me so hard, and I was sick. Thank goodness right now I'm feeling better because we're supposed to be getting a bunch of snow. I said that at the beginning of the show and we're getting a storm and we were all, we're all cleared out right now. Remember I said we're all just covered with icicles and all the houses around us are covered with them and everything. It's been one of those weird seasons. So much of them fell yesterday off the side of our house. So thank goodness we had a lot of them fall and I'm glad we had our car back. Our driveway is really long. And I knew there was going to be a lot of ice, so we made sure our car was parked back almost to the sidewalk. And some big chunks. Like, if you were out shoveling and those chunks came, people die from icicles. But the ones that came down, they would have definitely killed you for sure. That how much they weighed. They were really heavy. But we're we're expected. Oh, I had a little wheeze in me. 
excuse me. Sorry about that. I had to clear my throat. Yeah, we're supposed to get maybe four to seven inches, but that's probably probably going to be in the higher regions, like in the Tug Hill Plateau. So here in the city of Oswego, I'm hoping not for four to seven inches. I, I'm just ready for spring. Really, really, really ready for spring for so many reasons. Tired of the heat pumping in the house. I can't wait to dive. So spring is going to bring that. Spring is just awesome here in um, central New York. I like the four seasons. I mean, I'm getting older and I'm tired of the winter. But I really do enjoy having these four seasons that I live in. Autumn is so beautiful here. I sound like a British dude saying autumn. It's We call it fall. I did a podcast before one where I said, why do the British call it autumn and we call it fall? And I can't even remember the reason. But <laughs> shows how much I... Re I do retain information, actually, but I don't remember that one, what that one was. But uh, yeah, I'm getting way off topic, like normal. We're here just to have fun, talk, share ideas. When we come back, we'll share some more ideas. Stick around. And we're back. Slapping the bass. So, yeah, um, <laughs> a long, dramatic pause. <laughs> I didn't know what I was going to say. Been doing a lot of coloring with my wife. That's fun. We've been just connecting with that she's really been into it a lot lately so I was like let me do it and so we've been doing like the what are they mandela mandalas mandalas those type but it's pretty neat I was able to make my own she's got a, a bunch of coloring books with them but I have procreate and I have that app on my iPad and I use my apple pencil which does not have an eraser on it. We were just talking about pencils, but it has a digital eraser. But, okay, uh, Procreate. If you have an iPad and an Apple Pencil and you like artwork, definitely download Procreate. It's worth every penny. It's the most expensive app I ever bought. I think it was $9.99, which I was like, ooh, that's pricey for an app. But it's yours forever, and they're updating it a lot. And it's just, it's just like drawing or painting on anything. It, it's really neat. They do have a um, cover you can get for your iPad, which is called Paper Like, and you could put that on your screen, and it's supposed to make it feel like you're writing on paper instead of that smoothness of the glass. That's the only problem that I do feel using the Apple Pencil, it's sometimes smooth. I thought about getting that paper-like, but it's, it was kind of pricey. I think when I looked at, into it, it was like 35 bucks. And I was like, that seems like kind of a lot of money for a screen thing to make it just feel like it's paper. But what I was saying is these mandalas, man, mandalas or whatever they're called, um, I was able to make my own on Procreate and then print it because we have a printer. And so we can make our own and draw or and color our own, create our own. So that would be, that's pretty neat. It's fun to create things. It's, 
it's fun to uh, just have that creative juice come out. All right, jumping topics. Got to see my daughter the other day, the youngest. That was nice. Abby, she stopped over and um, had dinner with us. We haven't been able to see her in quite a while. I mean, COVID has really put a damper on so many things, but we're just missing her so much. She only lives right across the river from us. But I'm awful proud of her. She's celebrating her two years at her job, and she just um, got kind of a promotion where she's going to be doing um, she works at a credit union. She's going to be doing all the CDs now. So that that's pretty cool and a step up. And I'm proud of her. I'm proud of both my daughters. I'm very fortunate, lucky. Dad. What else was I going to talk about today? Oh, I wanted to thank Michael Ryan again, my supporter out there. You guys are supporting me by listening too, but Michael decided to donate to the show. And you can do that, too. You can go to my website, WLOAP.com, just to give me some feedback. I would love to hear from you. So if you want to leave a voicemail or anything, if you're using the Anchor app, that's easy to do. But from my website, you can just tap a little phone icon. It will pull up my phone number, which is 315-326-1882. It'll ring five times before it goes to voicemail. But there you could leave me a little voice message i would love to play love to play it on the podcast that would be groovy and um yeah i got to talk with my buddy this morning tamar he lives in turkey and we use messenger to talk back and forth there's a huge time difference and plus the phone bill would be crazy but i've known him for i think over six years now and i met him on a game app and it's, I've talked about him before, and he's a great guy. And English is not his first language, obviously. He's from Turkey, but his English is fantastic. And I've been helping him with English and teaching him some American slang. And I was explaining to him from state to state here in America, slang is so different. And people, you know, just accents alone. So um, it was funny. He's, he's a great guy. I'm glad he, he enjoys learning, and he enjoys the American language, and he enjoys America. Wants to come here very bad. I would love to have him as a guest. That would be cool. Show him all around. All right. <laughs> I keep having long pauses. I don't know what's going on with me. I, I still feel a little off. I was definitely, I was sick. It was brutal. I know you don't want to hear about it. When we come back, we'll learn something, though. Stick around instead of me just rambling. We'll be right back. Magically, we're back. And magically, we're at the fact site right now. We're going to learn something. This is an article by Dan Lewis. He was saying, what, what is the appendix? Do you still have your appendix? I still have mine. But there's many weird and wonderful things lurking under our seemingly common and boring skin. I don't know how boring it is. It's pretty amazing. I think that our body is an amazing machine. But from the sheer source of life itself to our intricate waste management system, and yet we never really think about them until something goes wrong, which is true. I think about my CVS. When I'm not feeling it, I'm fine. But once it comes on, I'm like, what is going on in my body? What about those parts of your body that are simply forgotten, 
about and we have no purpose, like the appendix. Well, where is the appendix? The appendix is an organ located in the lower right of the torso. It can, it can be found between the small and large intestine, also known as the cecum and ilium. It's around 3.9 inches or 10 centimeters in length. Well, what is the purpose of the appendix? The purpose of this little wonder is actually unknown. It's often thought that it is an organ from bygone past in which its job was once of processing raw and dangerous foods. Scientists, however, believe its purpose is still a relevant one, though. They say it acts as a source of good bacteria, waiting in the winds until a serious illness hits and kills all the good bacteria in the system. These include things, things such as cholera and diarrhea, allowing faster recovery, but is less and less necessary as we developed as a species. The more impressive and relative relative rel oh my gosh <laughs> the more impressive and relevant role of the appendix is actually found during early development the appendix acts as a storage unit for the endocrine cells which are the cells responsible for an array of tasks as the fetus develops and are a key part of early life did not know that the main job for these cells, among other things, is to produce certain hormones. Well, do you need an appendix? Well, I know a lot of people that don't have them. There are many. If there are, there are many people I know that don't have them. Well, I don't know if many people I know, but I know it's, it's quite a few people that don't have them. If there are any issues with the organ, the appendix can happily be taken out without any noticeable side effects. Um, the Extraction is often required for an array of conditions and illness, most commonly appendicitis. It is, a quite, it is quite a routine surgery. If the symptoms are missed for some reason and not caught in time, they can cause huge issues for the patient. This includes the spread of infection due to other areas of the abdomen due to the organ literally bursting. Ooh. Did you know, though, the koala bear has a rather remarkable appendix. Although technically called the cecum, the organ is often greatly likened to the appendix. Its length is around 6.6 feet or 2 meters, which makes it the longest in the world. Holy cow! The main reason for this cecum is to process the tough Australian leaves which they mainly survive on. Yeah, they get high off those leaves, those eucalyptus leaves. Koala bears are pretty cool. What is the largest human appendix? In Croatia, a 72-year-old patient somehow managed to disguise the fact that he was processing a whopping 10.2-inch long appendix. It was only discovered after his death when it was removed by surgeons in 2006. It's thought that the first written record of the case of appendicitis was in 30 AD by Atreus of Cappadocia. Atreus actually documented that he drained an abscess from a patient's appendix but didn't identify what the organ was. It would take until the 1400s for the appendix to be properly documented during an 
authorize lawful dissection of a human. Hmm. Pretty interesting. I think that was enough. We learned about the appendix. Appendix. And when we come back, <laughs> we'll um, head on over to the History Channel's website. Stick around. We'll be right back. Thanks for coming back. I appreciate it. Okay, we are at the History Channel's website. We're going to exercise our brain. Did you stretch? Okay, stretch a little bit so you don't pull anything. You don't want to pull your cerebellum. Okay, here we go. On this day, 1980, the U.S. hockey team beats the Soviets in the miracle on ice. Remember that? Yeah, just a ragtag college young guys and stuff beating these professional full-grown men. Man, what a game. That was uh, in Lake Placid, too, which is not far. We've been there before as when I was a kid growing up. Um, it's pretty neat. They made a movie uh, in 2004, Miracle. It's called starring Kurt Russell. I love Kurt Russell. He's one of my favorite actors. Tombstone. Uh, probably one of my favorite top five movies, Tombstone. All right, what else happened on this day? 2014 in crime, El Chapo. The world's most wanted drug kingpin is captured in Mexico. El Chapo. Shorty. Mm -hmm. I'm just scrolling through to see if there's anything that's... 1819, the U.S. acquires Spanish Florida. Okay. Vietnam War, 1968, the Tet Offensive ends. Um, 1942, World War II. President Roosevelt to MacArthur, get out of the Philippines, he orders. Here's one in U.S. Presidents, 1732. George Washington is born. Our founding father, George Washington, born on this day. <laughs> Man, that's about... 1959 in sports, Lee Petty wins the first Daytona 500. We learned about Daytona 500 the other day that Dale Earnhardt Sr. It wasn't until like 1999 when he won the five, Daytona 500. It took him 20 some odd years. I was pretty surprised by that. And, uh, yeah, I, jeez. What do you know? That's it. <laughs> that was a pretty short on this day of history. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I appreciate you. I appreciate your time. This was kind of a quick podcast, maybe. Uh, get a hold of me. I would love to hear from you. WLOAP.com. That's my website. I know I've already said it once, but I'm putting it in there again to remind you. I would love to hear from you. Just give me a buzz. Do your best to stay curious and not judgmental today. Best you can. Walt Whitman tells us to do that. 
And uh, I think we'll end off with that. Thanks so much. And I will talk to you again real soon. Peace, my friends.